When you go to authorities for help, you trust that you'll be supported and for any investigation to be thorough and to be done the right way. That was apparently the expectation of a family in Victoria. So worried were they about their 13-year-old autistic son who was watching ISIS videos that they contacted police. But a children's court magistrate in that state has blasted the Australian Federal Police for their investigations into the child in 2011, sorry, 2021, saying it attempted to radicalise the child to gain evidence and doomed his rehabilitation efforts. Here's Senator David Shoebridge grilling the AFP Deputy Commissioner Ian McCartney about this in uh, the Senate committee hearing this morning. So you're radicalising the kids? You're radicalising a 13-year-old boy with autism... Has anyone been held to account? Have you been held to account? Has the undercover operatives been held to account? Has anyone been held to account for this? Your final question. The child in question goes under the court-appointed pseudonym of Thomas Carrick. His lawyer is Nick Jane, partner at Starry Norton Halfen. Welcome to you. Thomas uh, was charged with terror offences. He spent three months in jail when he was just 14 years of age before he was granted bail. Just briefly take me through the basic facts of this case. Yes, thanks, Andy. So um, TC, or Thomas, um, was a young man who, I think as you alluded to at the start, um, parents went to the police um, when he was 13 because they had concerns about his behaviour. Um, at that point, the police, and this is Victoria Police at that stage, begin what they say is a, a program of rehabilitation for Thomas. Um, but after approximately about three months of that, the Australian Federal Police begin an investigation into Thomas. Um, the official position from the Australian Federal Police was that those two strategies, I suppose, rehabilitation and criminal investigation, ran parallel. But what became clear um, was that the criminal investigation really took primacy. And then through that period, the Australian Federal Police developed an undercover operative who engaged Thomas and spoke with him over the internet. Um, We're talking hundreds of messages a day um, over a period of months um, before about two weeks after his 14th birthday, they decided to charge and remand him. So we're talking about an elaborate plot of entrapment here. In her judgment, Magistrate Leslie Fleming said that the conduct of the AFP falls so profoundly short of the minimum standards expected of law enforcement officers. Did the magistrate also go to the protection of the community that the community would also expect? I mean, there's obviously two things here, the welfare of this minor, but also the uh, community and its need to be protected. Tell Tell me about her assessment. Yes, and I, well, I think the ironic thing is really the way in which um, the Australian Federal Police in particular, but also Victoria Police dealt with this matter only really served to undermine community safety on the whole and that they took a, a young person, again, 13, when he um, was first engaged by the Australian Federal Police, and they drew his attention and um, and his um, constant engagement with ISIS um, with the Islamic State and in circumstances where he had particular vulnerabilities of complex mental health, autism diagnoses and cognitive functioning issues and knowingly or otherwise preyed on those vulnerabilities and they focused his fixations not away from um, the Islamic State and the more negative um, material that he was se- he was seeing and, and searching online but towards it um, in an attempt to we say really, um, further the case against him. And and all that did really was escalate his risk um, 
and and serve to undermine the community's protection broadly, as well as clearly the, the safety of the miner himself. I mean, it could be said or questioned whether or not it's the AFP's remit to provide rehabilitation uh, in, in this case. They're certainly looking for a, um, a chargeable offence. However, obviously, Thomas and his welfare is and should be at the centre of this. Has he been de-radicalised now, for want of a better word? Yeah, I think obviously the wording is important and I don't think the Australian Federal Police will ever say that he was radicalised. But I think what has become clear in the aftermath of this incident is that when there has been proper holistic efforts at rehabilitation and primarily youth justice, the bail um, and young person support program um, governed by the courts, mm. when they in, um, implemented a wraparound service and dealt with the young man and, and went to the heart of the issues of, of his mental health and his other vulnerabilities, it, we've seen a, a move away from any fixation on the Islamic State to things completely different, consistent with his autism diagnosis. We will have to leave it there. Nick Jane is a lawyer, a partner at Starry Norton Halfen and represented Thomas Carrick, this minor in these proceedings. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. In a statement, the AFP said that it acknowledges the court's decision and that it regularly reviews such outcomes. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.